Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the L2 Sports Podcast NFL Free Agent Edition. This is show two of this week, show two of the doubleheader. And as always, with me via Zoom is Mr. Luca Moya. Luca, how do you feel about the second show this week? Game number two. You said it on the first show. Now I am home. This is my home turf. Um, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. A lot of news, a lot of player switching teams, a lot of things to talk about. So it's almost like a home and home series here. We had hockey in the the first game, and now we got football, which is Luca's major strength here. He's got a strength in all sports, ladies and gentlemen. He's multifaceted. Appreciate it. So let's get right into it, Luca. We talked about this right after the hockey show. We were preparing for for this NFL free agents free agency. The Patriots are making some moves. They have made some impressive moves and lots of moves. Bill Belichick is really trying to change his team after their disappointing year last year. What have they done, and what have you liked and disliked about it? Well, I've liked that they've you know they've been aggressive. I mean, you can't complain when your team has the money and they actually spend it. I think that's a good sign. Uh, for the Patriots this year, they're going back. It looks like they're going to go back to the 12 personnel with two tight ends on the field. And they succeeded at it early in the 2010s with Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez, rest in peace. But they were so, so deadly. I'm not saying that these two guys are going to put up the same numbers, same production, because the first two guys are just amazing. But John New Smith and Hunter Henry is who New England signed. Pretty hefty deals, Lucas. Um, they're making over $10 million a year. And John New Smith is one of those athletic tight ends. He can do it all. You can put him in the backfield. I saw him in Tennessee. He would get some end arounds too. So he can run with the ball too. He's great after the catch. And of course, Hunter Henry. Him on the Chargers, he's really come out of his shell since he started into this league. Phillip Rivers, then Justin Herbert. Both of those guys like to throw to big bodies. And I think Cam Newton's really going to I think he's really going to enjoy throwing to these two guys because the best years of his career, Lucas, if you remember in Carolina, he had Greg Olson. And now he has two big, big targets to go and throw to on the offensive side. It's going to help the run game as well because both these guys can block. I like it. Now for the receivers that they signed, Bourne and Aguilar, I think Aguilar is a little bit of an overpay. I'm going to be honest with you, but I can see why. First day of free agency, Lucas, in every sport, I think everyone overpays because you want to get that guy. You want, you want to go, you want to get, you like, no, you need to come to me. And I think New England saw what he did last year for Vegas, his speed over the top. That's something New England hasn't had since maybe Brandon Cooks and they traded him after one year. So they want to maybe put that back into the offense. Bourne is a great slot guy. Edelman's getting older. So it's hard to say I don't like it because they've done a really good job in the offense. I think with the tight ends, especially, but I think I would have maybe saved a little bit more money and went after maybe a faster linebacker because we know Dante Hightower is coming back, Matthew Judon for pass rushing, but we still need that athletic, athletic linebacker that can really change our defense or New England's defense. Sorry. And I think in the draft, I think that's where the attention now has to go to. I think it has to be on the defensive side of the ball, get that guy in the middle to just fly sideline to sideline. And hopefully they do that. Can't complain. Mm-hmm. I really, really can't complain because so overall you're, you're happy with the moves that you're overall. I think I am because it's hard to get much worse than we were the last couple of seasons right mm-hmm. on the offensive side. You saw how bad that offense was. At least they're addressing it. And I'm happy yeah. about that. I know it might be a bit too much in some eyes. Maybe, and I agree. I can see the frustration there, but we, they needed them. 
Mm-hmm. They need, it's not about paying the over guys, it's about just getting new faces into this team, into this offense and seeing what camp can do in another year. Now over to, to, to my team, the Seattle Seahawks. And oh, I, I want to get your opinion on that. They, they have been, rowdy. it has been a crazy, <laughs> even before free agency started, it's been crazy for them. Russell Wilson, his agent and himself expressing his, his discomfort, his, his anger with the offensive line and how he's been treated over his tenure with the, with the Seattle Seahawks. And then the bears get into it and they offer three first round picks and two and two main players on their roster, but that hasn't gone through the Seattle management said, we are not getting rid of Russell Wilson. He's our guy. So in free agency, the Seahawks really need to tend to the offensive line, their pass rush, which has been terrible. Their defense has been awful for the, the last couple of years since the Legion of Boom just dispersed elsewhere in the league and some of them retired, as well as they need help at wide receiver. So they got out. They traded for Gabe Jackson from Las Vegas. He's given up 14.5 sacks in his seven-year career, and he gave up no sacks last season, as well as they signed tight end Gerald Everett. He's familiar yeah, from the Rams. From the Rams. He's familiar with the, the new offensive coordinator in Seattle, Shane Waldron, and the run game coordinator, Andy Dickerson. They both were in Los Angeles, so like that kind of helps. Mm-hmm. And it'll give them more of a, a number one, more of a number one tight end. Cause last year they were really uh they were really platooning with with Greg Olson and Jacob Hollister as well. So it was kind of it was kind of all over the place. So now they have that number one tight end. He's good in the run game, which I think Seattle really needs to get back to. Last season you saw. For the years I've watched the Seattle Seahawks, it's always run, run, run. Russ throws a big bomb to one of the receivers, and it's a touchdown. But it was mostly intimidating the other teams by the run game, and they got away from that last season. They were more of the path, a passing team, which I think that's not that's not their game. They have Chris Carson. He's on the he's in free agency right now. We don't know if he's going to be back, but still, I think they really need help on that offensive line to really bolster that run game again and go back to that. David Andrews, former Patriot, Luca, oh, God. I he think would be, would be a great astronomical, a, a, astronomical massive difference at oh, center yeah. for that offensive line. A veteran guy, mm-hmm. having him there, he's been with the Patriots. He knows how to win. I just think the Seattle Seahawks really need to focus on going. There's a lot of offensive linemen in the free agency this year. They need to attack that. And there's still Alejandro Villanueva to the left tackle mm-hmm. from the Steelers. He's still out there. And I think you're right. But I think the headlines, what we heard last year, Lucas, was let Russ cook, right? Yeah. It was just Russell Wilson throwing the ball, and it worked for majority of the year. But if you can give Russ a run game, I mean, any QB can be good with a run game. But an elite one at that, a top three, top five quarterback in the league to have a run game to get the play action game with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett coming across. I mean, you're just asking for at least 13 wins mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's pretty good. So if they can, I agree with you. The offensive line, I don't think is just to help Russ, which I think that's the main priority. I also think it's to beef up the offensive line to get a run game, to make it even easier on him as well. Well, you want to keep your superstar happy, right? And we know how exactly. Russ, he, he likes to get out of the pocket. He, he he really needs it's not that he needs time it's it's that he creates his own time so if you can have an offensive line to again have the initial block and then maybe grant him that 
that extra half second, that extra second when he pulls out of the pocket, that is a whole difference in Russ's game. He's not getting any younger. So the more hits, he's one of the most sacked quarterbacks behind, I think it was Carson Wentz and someone else uh, last season and for his whole eight-year career. So getting him protection, I think, is the main priority for the Seahawks. Moving on. What is your favorite pickup so far of this free agency? What team has done the best uh, so far in these, couple, I guess, couple days of free agency? Mm-hmm. I think there hasn't really been a team that stood out to me. I think all the teams are just trying to get better. Obviously, New England, they've been the most um, – mm-hmm. they've been the busiest, to say the least. Yeah. I think my favorite signing – it's, it's my favorite, and it's also my most hated one. I think Joe Tooney to the Chiefs is just a slam dunk for them. And it, mm-hmm. it kills me to say that because he was a great left guard for New England. He's going now to Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is happy. And we've seen this before. We've seen great offensive linemen from New England go to other places and not succeed. Right, also known mm-hmm. as Trent Brown, who's back on New England. Nate Soldier, he goes. The only real good one that left him was still an all-pro or a Pro Bowl-type lineman was Logan Mankins, right, when he went to Tampa. So I think Joe Tooney is special. I really liked him when he was playing for New England. Had a bit of trouble in penalties to start his career, but what what rookie doesn't, especially when you're playing on the offensive line, right? It's just a different game. And he really cleaned that up nicely. I just think it's, it's an amazing addition for the Chiefs. I really do. They need offensive line help. Now you got him and you got... The doctor coming back on the on the right side. <laughs> All I got to do is shore up those tackles, which is is it is a big task. Don't get me wrong, but if they can just get decent enough protection for Mahomes, I mean, Joe Tooney, man, he, he was really good for New England. He's going to be good for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Well, you saw what happened in the Super Bowl, so I, th- exactly. I guess any upgrade to that offensive line uh, is going to be a good thing. I just I just saw this right now as I'm scrolling through all all the teams' free agent pickups. The Jacksonville Jaguars have also been very active so far in picking up some guys. They signed Carlos Hyde at running back, two-year contract. Uh, Jamal Agnew, wide receiver. Philip Dorsett, wide receiver. Marvin Jones, wide receiver. You think that's some foreshadowing to to someone who's coming? They really need to beef up their their receivers because uh, they might get a special talent uh, behind center for them in a, in a couple of months. Yeah, you see th- those signings. I don't really know how much they do unless they add some depth. I, I don't mm-hmm. get the signings of them because they have Lavisca Chenault, who they drafted uh, last year, and they have DJ Chark. So all they really needed to do was maybe sign one or two. Maybe Juju's still out there. They can get yep, a guy Juju like Juju. Is still and then there. You get these filling guys. Like they're not gonna. They're not game changers. They're just guys mm-hmm. who had depth. They're good players. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like they went out and got a true, true number one. Yeah, and I see what they're doing. They're trying to get, you know, they're trying to get weapons for Trevor Lawrence, and it's inevitable that he's going to be taken first. But again, are they really going to change the whole offense? Probably not. I still, they probably should have went on and gone tight end. Yeah, make it even easier for him, right? I don't know. Carlos Hyde, he's, yeah, I think he's been in Jacksonville before. He's not. Again, he's not. He's not gonna. But it's an upgrade athlete. from what they've had before. Yeah, it is. And, and having wide receiver depth is so underrated, I think, because they go down a lot because they're always mm-hmm. cutting, they're blocking, they're always in the action, and especially slot guys as well. So Marvin Jones, I think he's a great leader. He's, he is a, a really good player, but it's not like 
he's going to change the franchise. Yeah. So I get what they're doing, but at the same time, it's like maybe go for some bigger fish because they're this kid, the, Trevor Lawrence, you're expecting, if you're not going to make the playoffs this year, next year, that's how good he's been talked about, right? Like he's, he's going to mm-hmm. change life in Jacksonville. So you, 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 you better put weapons around him. I see what they're trying to do, but I, you got to go for the big dogs, man. Go and get them. You have money. Just do it. And it's a big attraction point now too with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. It's a huge, mm-hmm. huge attraction point, especially for wide receivers. So I'm, I'm, I'm stunned actually. They haven't gone. I got like Will Fuller who just went to the fish. Dolphins. Yeah, they just go, went out, even a tight end. I, I'm st- Listen, I'm stunned that these tight ends came to New England and, I, and I'm happy. I'm stunned not one of them went over there. Yeah. It's, it's such a big attraction right now. Now to the other side of the table. What has been the worst or weirdest free agent signing you've seen so far? I think the weirdest one I saw was Kenyon Drake to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really – I get it. Alabama backfield, him, Josh Jacobs. I mean, John Gruden for me and Mike Mayock, <laughs> it's questionable to say yeah. the least. It's very questionable. And I think we saw that when they drafted Cecil Farrell number four overall a couple of years ago. <laughs> I mean – I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that because they're a, a power running team. Drake's not known for being this power runner, right? And two yeah. years, eleven million dollars, it's a cheap deal. Drake's shown that he can he can be pretty good in this league. He can be pretty good, but the the Raiders are just offloading their whole offensive line. Yeah, their whole offensive line. They still haven't gone a premier wide receiver. Okay, their best receiving threat is their tight end. And if you can lock him up, who on the outside is going to do stuff with no O-line? Now your running game is probably going to take a hit. I don't know. I know it's not a lot of money, but maybe go for a receiver to help out Derek Carr. It's Mm -hmm. questionable to me. I don't get it in a lot of ways, but hey, you can't have, I guess, too many running backs. I mean, if that's their forte, I mean, why not go and do it? I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I think we all know, you know my opinion on running backs. Yeah. I'm not going to change your franchise. It's just a luxury. It's so just a luxury. Go, and why go and sign another starter? You know what I mean? But it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. What about you? See, I don't know. This is what I got. I, I've been – it weirded me out because you move on. I'm talking about the Chicago Bears here, Mr. Jeff okay. Wall's team. Mm-hmm. You move on from Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. The third, your third overall draft pick that you traded up from, they don't have who is their next quarterback. They still have Nick Foles there, Andy correct? Dalton now, buddy. And now they sign Andy Dalton. That for me makes like no sense. You have two premier, I guess, backup quarterbacks, and I just. But at the same time, maybe, maybe are they, they going? Are they going for one in the draft? Are they are they going to wait in the draft and see where, how how far a premier QB can fall? I don't know. That's it's and then Mitchell Trubisky goes to 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 Buffalo. He signs as the backup quarterback, and I'm like, holy! For all Josh Buffalo Allen's fans, in trouble. they should be Josh praying. Allen is in trouble. <laughs> Luca, the com- the com- competition for that starting job. Oh, it's is going up. to be impeccable. It's going to heat If up, I'm baby. a Buffalo Bills fan, I am praying that nothing bad happens to Josh Allen this year. Because <laughs> you guys Nathan just went Peterman, to the though. AFC Championship. You had a great 
season last year. You want to build on that. And if Josh Allen goes down, who is the next guy to step up? You have Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, at least he started in this league and took a team to the playoffs. I mean, at least he's got that going for him. Yeah, but again, but- if you're Chicago, from Chicago standpoint, Lucas, who are they going to sign, really? I guess like who's got, out there? that's why I'm you saying, know? are they waiting for, are they waiting for the draft? Are they going to wait for it to draft a QB? Are they going to the trade up again? And then they're going to take Kellen Mond and just go completely <laughs> wild. Up again. <laughs> like, I you make that know. mistake once you make that mistake. Once. I just, all th- this could have all been so easily, so easily. Yeah. Because Patrick fixed. Mahomes could have been Patrick in a Mahomes, Bears uniform. Okay. But even not Mahomes, I get it. Mahomes kind of came out of nowhere. We expect him to be good, but not this good. But Deshaun Watson, man, <laughs> you trade up, you just sign Mike Lennon for three years, $18 million. And then you do that or however much money it was. And yeah. then you pass on Deshaun. Maybe they want to go for Deshaun. Maybe they want to go What's for Deshaun. Telling, why, why Chicago makes that deal for, for Russ. Why don't they go to Houston? Everything that's been going on with Deshaun Watson and these, these alleged, uh, you know, assault charges and things like that. Now, I hope it's not true. Um, yeah. Things like this happen all the time. But, I mean, you do that. You, you, you go ransom for Wilson. What about Watson? But this is, but this is the thing. Buffalo is just in a no-win situation. They're both trying to acquire two QBs that both teams do not want to split ways with. As much as uh, Ooh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, oh, Deshaun Watson yeah. wants out of, of, uh, of Houston. <laughs> But Houston is not willing to get rid of him. I think they're more willing to get rid of him than Seattle is of Wilson, though. See, I. But why would you get rid of Deshaun as much as he does? He's not going to play, like, though. That's what I'm saying, right? He's not going to play. He's done. I wait, mean, come on. Can Can you do that? You can't play. Like you can. Well, just you got to forfeit. You got to forfeit your your money. And he said he's willing to forfeit money. So wow, he wants out of that place. Oh, badly. He wants out, out. Like he wants out. So out. That, now that you say that, like if you're if you're Houston. Why if, not though? Three first round picks, two get starters. Get something and a third? for him. That's what if I'm you're just, saying. You're gonna. What are you gonna get? A bunch of money back. You're gonna get a bunch of money back and no like fu- like future. You could get future picks Chicago. and maybe yeah. and a, and a couple uh, NFL ready guys. You know what I'm saying? If I'm Chicago, I'm going. I'm going right to Houston. After I tried with Wilson, it tried sucks. You could have had him. You could have had him for free. But <laughs> you could have had him for free. But exactly. no. But again. Why not? I think Wilson at this age, I think a lot of people would rather, I know you're a big Wilson fan, but I think a lot of people would rather Wilson or sorry, Watson over Wilson because of the age and the upside and how good he's playing. Like I would think, yeah, I would say Deshaun Watson because is Chicago a win now team? If they get, if they get Deshaun Watson, they are. They're a win. They're a Super Bowl contender. I don't know about Super Bowl contender. That's what I'm saying. If you you can sign, if you can sign Deshaun Watson and maybe build around that. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe that could attract some free agents, this and that. You can win in maybe two or three years. Russell, at his age right now, I think Russell wants to be on a team that's a win now. Seattle, for the past couple of years, have been in that position. They're just, again, an offensive line away from maybe winning it, going to a Super Bowl. But think of it like this, right? They or just going re- to at least an NFC championship. Yeah, like the, the Bears just released Kyle Fuller. He was probably one of the starters sent. In that Seattle deal, I, I'm just mm-hmm. assuming. I mean, they just released the guy. Yeah, he probably added him in the deal. They they, they pick in the 20s in this draft, right? You get Deshaun Watson. You're hoping those first three round picks are even north side of 25. So it's like, why not go for Watson? Why not offer? And, and I don't know if they have. I, I don't have inside sources. I got to call Adam Schefter after this episode. But <laughs> yeah. 
why don't why don't they go to Houston and go for Deshaun Watson? That's what I don't understand because you're already picking in the twenties. You get Deshaun Watson, oh, for sure, barring injury, you're going to be picking at least 25th and on. Yeah. At least. I mean, I I don't see why why they're waiting. I I would go right for them if Wilson and the Seahawks uh, backed out. Well, you heard it here first. If it happens, this is breaking news. This is is breaking news. news. Exactly. You guys all know where the rumors started from. (laughs) Deshaun Watson and the Chicago Bears. Luca, if you had to make right now a fantasy deal, with the free agent still available to any team, what would it be? Ooh, a fantasy so deal. It's a loaded question. Like, can it be a trade? It can be a trade. I would trade Gilmore for OBJ. Yeah, we talked. I wanted to bring that up. That I was I, I like that move. I just <laughs> like that move yeah. just because how it what it brings to the Patriots. And I Again, know you like the Patriots. Yeah, that would cap, be pretty cool to see. It doesn't bother the cap, right? New England's not a deep even though they spent, I don't know, $200 million, it seems like. They probably mm-hmm. have guaranteed money and all that. But OBJ for Gilmore. They're shopping Gilmore. You're not going to get a first like you probably would have maybe last year, mm-hmm. right? OBJ, a lot of teams are inquiring about him. You get OBJ on that outside, Lucas. It's just it's just one year of pain and suffering for me because <laughs> it's back to the top if they get him. I'll tell you that right now. They get Odell Beckham Jr. on this offense. Cam, this is it, man. You can't do it with that offense. You're out of the league next year. Yeah. Odell wow. on that Patriots offense. <laughs> man, they got they still got Jonathan Jones. <laughs> He's getting excited just sitting here. Got, it hasn't even got, happened yet. They got Jonathan Jones, JC Jackson, Patrick Chun retired, but you know, Kyle Duggar, baby, division two. That's what I like to see. That's, That's that, that, was our, that was our first pick last year. Hopefully it could turn into something. You saw that Jason McCourty, the McCourty twins, actually. I know they're getting older, but man, man, oh man. That is something. And there's there are a lot of good corners in this. I don't know if a lot good ones, but you could definitely pick up a corner maybe in the second round in this draft. It's not a football L2 sports episode if we don't uh, talk about Tom Brady, obviously. Oh, here we go. If you guys noticed in all of our instagram posts tom brady's always tagged he is he's gonna respond one day eventually he's gonna respond and you guys think this is a rinky dink pod but tom brady's (laughs) gonna be on that zoom call one of these days i guarantee it one of these days he'll be on it so we hope yeah i don't think i don't want to guarantee i don't want to put anything out there tom brady restructured restructured his contract to stay with tampa bay rob kronkowski signed another deal to stay with Tampa Bay. Explain what happened there and how that all works. Yeah, so he's just basically restructured. It's, it's a loophole that every team in the NFL has found. We're basically, again, I'm not a professional on contracts. I don't know the exact wording of it. Avoidable mm-hmm. contracts, you saw what they did with Taysom Hill. Basically, is I think they backload the contract. They make him make less in this year, free up some more cap so they could have signed Barrett and uh, Lamonte David. It's basically what they did. They put all yeah. of his money in the second year, the third year, or whatever. He's making less money now. So for this year going forward, because Brady's not going to play another four years. I'd love him to. He probably could by the way he's going, and this team is constructed. But the chances of him playing four years, it's not likely. Yeah. So two years even, two years max, I would say. 
constructing his deal to get backloaded on the on the th- third and the fourth year, and then he retires. <laughs> you don't owe him that money. <laughs> He's gone, <laughs> right? Exactly. So it's like it's not dead money. He retires. Okay, yeah. dead money now. No. So but, that's what happened. And I saw and I saw this trade, and we talked about this yesterday, a uh, couple of days ago. How Tom Brady always signs those those low money deals, and all these big quarterbacks, i.e., Dak Prescott, sign these humongous deals, mm-hmm. and they're wondering why they're not in the Super Bowl every year. And Tom Brady is. Oh, yeah. And it just blows my mind that that this guy at this age is still doing what he's doing, and that he st- signs another deal with Tampa Bay. They're they're pretty much going to be the exact same team that just won the Super Bowl. Can they do it again? I think they can. They got Tom sure. Brady behind center, the same team, maybe a little, a couple of tweaks here and there, but they're still going to be in a, a unbelievable team. For sure. And I think now it's because he's, he's won so much that he could do that. Like he mm-hmm. was, like, people don't forget, like he was the highest paid quarterback. Yeah. At one was, point. At one point. Right. He was, but he's won so much. Now all he wants to do is win. He will not leave Lucas. He will not retire. And I'm not saying this. I don't know Tom Brady. Maybe when he comes on here, he can he can say it for himself. Yeah. But you can just know by the stories you, you hear, the way he plays, the way he conducts himself in interviews and stuff. He wants to make it no doubt. And it, it already isn't a doubt. I'm not going to do this rant again. There's already a doubt. But for him, for a lot of people, they still have doubt. He wants to leave. Undeniably, he doesn't want to hear another word about Patrick Mahomes potentially being better than him. He doesn't want to hear another word about if Aaron Rodgers had this, 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 and that. Another word. He doesn't want to hear any of that. He just wants to win as much as he can now because when he leaves, you can't add anymore. Mm -hmm. He wants to just absolutely keep adding and adding and adding onto his legacy. And I didn't think it was possible, but he can still add. He doesn't have to. But the fact is his team that he's on, He's constructed to win for the next two years if he stays. It, it's that loaded. And the mm-hmm. way he plays, he doesn't play like a Russell Wilson. He doesn't get hit a lot. He doesn't play like a Lamar Jackson. He doesn't run. He stays in the pocket. And when he does have pressure, you see him, he ducks. That's how he stayed healthy his whole career, but that one season. So he's still well-constructed. He can still throw the ball fast. He still has an arm. Why not take less <laughs> money? Not? He doesn't need it. And then you hear these things about his wife making all this money. Okay, sure. But for him, what I mean, <laughs> people don't realize, Lucas. Okay, now people don't realize, oh, he could have all this. 16, I think I let him off the uh, loop. You know, what, you know how much I give for $60 million, $16 million? Give me $1 million and I'll be happy. People are like, oh, he's taking this pay cut. Well, you know what? He's still making $16 million. Still making fifteen or whatever. And he's still making millions of dollars. That's plural. With an S at the end. Millions of mm-hmm. dollars. This is going to make 40. This is going to make 50. I'm happy with one. Okay? With one. He's making plural. He's making plural. So he's still making a lot of money. Tom Brady. But yeah, to your point of what, how he wants to make it, like, make the conversation go away, like Mahomes is the next one. Yeah, I think he's just trying to make it unattainable for what to do what he's done. Exactly. Like, if he can win or go to two more Super Bowls and maybe win one or two, he'll have eight or nine or nine. Yeah. Oh, eight or nine, eight or nine, eight or nine, eight or nine. That's a tall task for Patrick Mahomes to do. 
Mm-hmm. And if at the end, we're just speculating here. This is what this is what we do. But at the end of Patrick Mahomes' career, if he doesn't go to twelve Super Bowls and wins and wins eight or nine of them, how could you say that he's the greatest of all time? He, he's he's reached a level now. It's so unattainable. Yeah, to do what he did, and he just he wants to make it even worse. Even more. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He wants to make oh. it even worse. I have a last question for you before before we wrap up this show. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask it before the Tom Brady, but I, I just wanted to get that in. Jared Goff or Matthew Stafford, who has a better season? I mean, it's got to be Stafford, mm-hmm. right? Like based on the, and, uh, the talent of yeah, the Rams. And, and I I do think he's better, but you know what? I I gotta say something, okay? I don't get the Jared Goff slander. I don't understand it. How many quarterbacks in this league have not made it to a Super Bowl? Have only made it to one? He's made one. Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't made a Super Bowl here. Yeah, he has. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you hear the slander on Garoppolo, you're the slander on God. These guys have made Super Bowls. Take this in, Lucas. He has made as many Super Bowls in his young career than Drew Brees. Take that in. Wow. But Drew Brees won his... Yes, okay, I understandable, but again, who did he play? Jared Goff didn't throw a touchdown. Okay, but he also played Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean, yeah, but Drew Brees not... played Peyton Manning, didn't he? Yes, he did, but Peyton Manning's not Tom Brady, is he? <laughs> 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 okay, Goff, continue. To get, to get to a Super Bowl, it's it's tough. It's not as easy as Brady makes it look. Like Aaron Rodgers hasn't been there in, what, 10-plus years? Mm-hmm. It's hard to go to a Super Bowl, and he did that. For me, if you go to a – this is just, just me. If you go to a Super Bowl, I'm not going to say Goff's better than, than, than Watson or whatever. For me, okay, Goff is better than every quarterback that hasn't been to a Super Bowl yet. He's better than Wentz. He's better than Dak. I'm sorry. He is. That's my opinion. He's went to a Super Bowl. I don't care about his surrounding – his supporting cast. What about Dak? He went 13-3 and that one year. He couldn't do it. And I don't want to hear you have to play Aaron Rodgers because Jared Goff had to play Drew Brees in the Saints. Oh, okay, yeah, he got a little lucky with the call. I understand. Okay, but he still did it. Still went to a Super Bowl. Still is. Still made some big time throws, baby. And yeah, it was a loaded team. Garoppolo, loaded team. He did it. He went to that Super Bowl. He made it there. Okay, I don't want to hear it. You're laughing over there because it's so funny. Okay. But Jared Goff, the slender he takes, I think he's a good quarterback in this league. I really do. Is he going to be good in Detroit? No, because no one's good in Detroit. But I still think he deserves some respect. Put some respect on this guy's name. He went to a Super Bowl, man. How he much years play? do he have? How many years does he have left on his contract? Oh, I don't know. I don't really care. He's still know. a young guy. Like he's he he's is. gonna finish. Is if even if he stays in Detroit, he's gonna finish out his deal and he'll be more yeah. experienced. And he'll go somewhere else. Good. I, okay. Matthew Stafford, I think, is a v- underrated quarterback. Very talented quarterback. Yes. And he, it was just the, the unlucky situation that he's stuck in Detroit and never never really had those teams to win. He had Megatron for, for uh, a certain yeah. amount of years, but there's almost so much you can do with a quarterback and one receiver. Exactly. You know what and I mean? Goff, Goff ran that offense perfection, man. It's easy when you got Todd Gurley running wild and – Brandon yeah, and Sean McVay is your Cobb head coach. Robert Woods and, you know, I can keep going. I'll load that team. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He did it. Okay, he did he didn't it. throw a touchdown in the he Super Bowl. Said, he made, But he made some big, big-time throws in the NFC Championship game. They couldn't even hear. He came back 
Mm-hmm. Pull that team back, man. And and then they got the call, and then yeah, okay. But just as just like how the QBs take the heat for when the team loses, okay. Why not praise him when they win? He's the quarterback, okay. You put Mitchell Trubisky. You think they do that good? No. No, they don't. I'm sorry. You put Dak in that situation. I haven't seen it from. I'm so, I haven't seen it from Dak yet. I haven't. I saw Dak have a 13 and three team lose to Aaron Rodgers at home. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. Okay, with Ezekiel Elliott running wild, the old Zeke that we knew. Now he's just you know me or you out there. But he had it, man. He had an elite running game. He had good wide receivers. Still had Dez. Okay, that offensive line. I don't want to hear it. Jared Goff, put some respect on his name. But Matthew Stafford is better, yes, to answer your question. (laughs) (laughs) That wraps up game two, NFL free agency. Game number two. Oh, yeah. One's game three. I think next week. We have some loaded weeks coming up. Uh, We have Major League Baseball in two weeks. Jays are starting soon. Jays are starting soon. We got NHL trade deadline, Mm -hmm. NBA trade deadline. You know the Jays were ranked top five. The Masters. Best hitting uh, lineup, eh? Just so you know. The Jays. Oh, that's right, baby. Loved it. Oh, baby. Baby. We're not going to get off topic. This is an NFL episode. NFL episode. NFL, did you see? Amazon Prime, Thursday Night Football 2023. What do you think about that? All exclusive rights to the NFL on Thursday night. NFL is going to be broadcasted on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, baby. Every Thursday night. That is the, that's not on, but that's not on TV. Like you I can't see, I don't watch know that on TV. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like the zone where like, you, you need the app to watch. I have yeah, Amazon like, Prime. So yeah, I'm so good why, for I'm just saying. Football. But I'm saying like, is it going to be like TV and the zone? TV and Amazon Prime? Like, are they just holding it? I don't know. And when's and ever? Now, when's Thursday night ever good? Well, this is the thing. This is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> Monday night football can be flexed now. Oh. So they can give us some better games. So hopefully they do it Thursday night. Thursday was Thursday always... night ever flex? I don't think so. Because I, I would so. always hate during the week and you would get like a, like you would say like Jacksonville versus the Giants. And you're like, the Oh, heck? yeah. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> well. Like, I don't want to sit and battle. watch this. Yeah, it's the battle for the first pick, right? Yeah. I just, That's what it is. Yeah. Who's going to lose? Who's going to lose the worst? But yeah, Amazon game three, Tuesday, baby. Game, game three. three. Let's game go. Three, Amazon Prime. Up on it. That's our sponsor for this uh, episode. <clears throat> Amazon Prime. Thanks. If you, as a fan, hear that Deshaun Watson has been traded to the Chicago, Chicago Bears, Bears, Luca and I will be on ESPN, Fox, wherever you hear Sportsnet, to just talk about how we predicted that trade. This immaculate prediction that everyone probably thought of once in their head, but we, we just, just predicted. did it. One of no one had the guts trades. to say it. One of the more predictable trades doesn't matter. We said it. GMs and it Luca happened. and Lucas said it here first, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Tune in for game number three where we predict game something three. else like Sidney Crosby did pre- the Toronto Maple Leafs. Thank you very much. I'd be <laughs> unreal. Yeah, don't get your own thoughts. Oh, Forsberg and uh, what's his name? At home. Toronto Maple Leafs, you heard it here. Thank you for tuning in to the NFL free agency episode with a little bit of baseball and hockey right at the end. And some Amazon Prime. Uh, for Luca Moya, I'm Lucas Cretelli. We'll see you guys next time.